Hello and welcome to Lucas and Josh's podcast about quarantine life. Today we talk more about what it's like in our lives experiencing the coronavirus from home and J.B. Pritzker extending the deadline and how not all people are listening to that. Yes, and our first topic of schoolwork. Um, Josh, you want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I, I've actually found it. I, I found the schoolwork we're doing at home. It's probably easier. I, I'm not sure if I'd say easier, but it's more, uh, I feel like I can be a lot more efficient getting it done because I can just sit down and do all my schoolwork and not have to go through the filler and boringness of school. Yeah, and I have the complete opposite view of that because I am distracted very easily by every little thing. So I do not find it easy. How I, I do find the schoolwork itself easy because there's not like just random confusing things the teachers say in like a really long time that you don't really understand uh, like the instructions they have it like in a set way and I can do mm-hmm. like that and I'm just gonna see like a random thing and I'm just gonna go to it and just do it. yeah there is a there's a, a lot of distractions from home and I struggle with that some too so I kind of just like basically just put myself away from distractions and just work on school for a few hours and then get it done. But I have definitely found myself getting distracted a lot because it's just, it's, it's different. It's a lot different. Yeah. And well, uh, it's definitely easy because you can work with other people a lot more than you would probably be allowed in school. Is, Is that true though? Because like, I mean, Sure, you could call or FaceTime someone, but at the same time, you're not sitting in a class right next to someone else. You're not working with the, like, I mean, a lot of times in school, you were working with the rest of class on something or working with the rest of your table. And now it's really, occasionally you might ask someone for help on an assignment or something. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you're in school, you don't get paired up with the person you want to. Like, if I'm going to go with someone, I'm going to go with a person that I want to work with. But when I'm in school, I have to work with, like, the people at my table. And sometimes the people at my table are not exactly people who like to work, and they just make me do it. Well, yeah, I guess I guess that's true. So you get to choose who you work with. Um, that is easier. But, uh, yeah. And then, so, and then we got to talk about more about... So J.B. Prickster extended the deadline for another 30 days, and I've just noticed that a lot of people aren't fully listening to it, especially more in the more um, rural, I can't remember, the more country area we live in, and um, what it's like. Yeah, um, and, I've I've uh, um, know that some like places they're actually like not in quarantine, and I uh, I heard a story from like someone that I know that they said like. Um, they know a person who has, like, a girlfriend in a different area that also is not quarantined, so they can hang around in their counties and, like, be free, but as soon as they step outside their counties, they're not allowed to be outside, so, so basically their entire, like, their just county is not in quarantine, and, and it's, like, definitely, like, very restricted. Yeah, and then, like, East Peoria, their governor, um... They actually said, yeah, okay, the the mayor, or their mayor, okay, and they said, yeah, the governor did extend the deadline, 
but we um we're not going to arrest you if you're not practicing what the governor basically told us to do. So they're basically overruling what the mayor said. They're opening up or they're overruling what the governor said and they're opening up businesses. They're not doing as strict quarantine. And I've kind of noticed that around too. Like you see more people getting together, more friend groups because they're kind of tired of the quarantine. And the whole goal of social distancing wasn't to decrease the number of cases or deaths. It was to slow bend the curve. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't as large and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, that what, what they said about like, um, not arresting people if you're not following, that's actually pretty smart, because if they had said, do not listen to the governor, well, then they would probably be, like, fired from their job. But since they said, we will not arrest you, that's basically, like, a loophole in, like, his way, so that they can basically just file, like, I mean, like, just go around, like, his uh, rule, and basically just... without directly saying no to his rule, but that's practically what they're doing. And, like, with with the quarantine problem, normally when we people it's the sick ones that we quarantine and yes th- th- it is different that the coronavirus does not show symptoms immediately so that you're quarantined but after 14 days of solitary confinement not confinement whatever quarantine you you will be able mm-hmm. to see your symptoms in 14 days so if you've been healthy for 14 days and you haven't shown any symptoms you should be allowed to go back out well, yeah, and then also for younger people, it's hard because they think, why not just get the coronavirus and have a potential of being immune when, like, because really, if you're young, healthy, you really don't have any risk to the coronavirus. So it's hard. So a lot of, like, young groups of kids are getting together and hanging out because they don't see the risk. They don't, and also they're just tired of, I mean, you, when you're younger, you love to hang out with your friends and just being without them, not being able to go to school for several months. Eventually, you just get tired of it. Yeah. And you don't care anymore. <laughs> now, obviously, there's the thing where most people don't intentionally get sick, but in this case, you probably should if you are, like, like between the ages yeah. of, like, probably, like, I don't know, like, 12 or, like, 10, 10 to, like, 40 or something and you don't have any like health problems with like your lungs you should probably like like freely get it yeah. so that you could become immune to it yeah because then you could have herd immunity like when chicken pox was a thing and before they had a vaccine they would have chicken pox parties when they would send little kids to a full party where they knew one of the little kids had chicken pox they'd all put them together so they would all get it so they wouldn't get it when they were older because chicken pox is better when you're younger and and quarantine basically disables your entire immune system because when when you go outside and you're not in that sterile environment of your house, you were exposed to many uh many pathogens that would like to invade your body and eat it. But your immune system basically helps you fight that and every time you go out it gets a little bit stronger from the pathogens that it fights but now that we've been spending so much time inside quarantine we're probably going to face much more problems than we would have if we had just gotten the coronavirus itself yeah yeah honestly i i 
do you think it's about time we need to start opening up? I mean, some people just, they can't deal with the being confined in their house. It's leading to depression and anxiety and just struggles like that because they just have to be outside. They have to be going places. They can't be trapped or confined. School was one of the main ways that many students are going to find, like, control in their lives. Like, school helps uh, teach kids how to grow up and, like, be responsible. But if we, like, have, like, if, if there actually is a second wave of quarantine, I mean, coronavirus, and we get quarantined again, I I just have a hard time believing that it will help, like, it at all help people in the long run. Yeah, I... I agree with that. Well, I believe that is our timestamp, and I will see, we will see you guys next week.